BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And And we're we're the the good good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. First of all, we have our wonderful guest, Francia Raisa. Gracias. Thank you you for for rolling ours. No, thank you for inviting me. What an honor. No, what an honor. Okay, uh, two disclosures really quickly. We are in the middle of a historic dual strike in Hollywood. The WGA and SAG are striking. We are members of one of those unions. And so we are not allowed to promote any project by name or do any sort of promotion for things that we've ever worked on or are on or will be on. Or, or anything. Or want to maybe be on one day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we can speak about things in a general way yeah. about our life, but we're going to be super respectful of the SAG strike rules. Yep. And uh, if I look a little puffy, I had a small laser treatment on my under eyes because the internet's mean. Okay, let's move on. Oh, we've all been there. The internet's so mean. <laughs> Disclosures. I've are been done. pregnant so many times on the internet. It's great. No, you have you have no experience with the internet being mean, do you? Yeah, of course I do. What? Yes. No, never. Even today. Jesus. It's okay. So, so can good. I promote things? I know you guys can't because you're of, of Hollywood's inner circle, but am I allowed to name any of these projects by name? Question, gray area. I don't think, I, I let's not just to be super respectful. Yeah, but you like, know, I was out picketing okay, today. Okay, so like we're okay, very much like. Okay, so we're promoting absolutely nothing. But Josh, I am curious with, unsaid movie releasing last week you've <laughs> you've become a bit of a meme online which in the entire time that we've known each other i have not known you to be a meme and i'm just wondering like how's it going like are you are you enjoying the meme of it all do you hate it i haven't seen these i'm i've been highly memed i'm very honored to be part of something that's very large and very part of the conversation right now and that's all i'll say um, but I, uh, and then of course people saw it and they were like, what are you doing there? We know you as this one thing and now you're in this thing and that's so different than we're used to. It's so huge for you and I love it for you not to talk about it, but like, you know, I, I did read your book. Thank you. The title is hilarious. <laughs> Happy people are annoying. You are annoying. <laughs> and just knowing that that came about after your journey, you know, after a show that you were on for a very long time, mm-hmm. it was very healing for me because I went through the same thing after I wrapped my first show where I was like mm. lost. I didn't know what to do. And I had to go back to acting class because I'm like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? And I remember when I was in class, I was doing a monologue and kind of just like you, my teacher ripped me a new one. He was like, you're bookable. Mm. Doesn't mean you're good. I was like, oh, I was just a serious regular. What are you talking about? And 
I had to like go through learning how to act again because as you know when you're on something for so long like you develop certain habits there's a formula and you know with other projects you have to break out of those habits and it's really tough when you're reading a script to not fall back into what you've been doing for so long and how old were you when you started acting i was 16 years old it was 2004 i had gotten a manager towards the end of the year which wasn't like at the end of the year is like the industry's down like mm. Come November 1st, everyone's on holiday. So I started around October and my first job was a music video with Lil Romeo. Mm, mm -hmm. I was love. one of a thousand girlfriends. We worked for the same uh, same company. We, were, we saw each other around the water cooler. Yep. Yes, yep, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And it's crazy. I never met you back then, but I was always hanging out with that crowd. Yeah, Little Romeo was cool as hell. Like, <laughs> he just had, I remember he had a two-way pager and he had it all going on. Yes, he, he still always, does. He still does. Shout out Little Romeo. And now he has what? two kids. Really? Yeah, I think so. Me yeah. too. We're yeah. out here procreating. I'm, I don't. I froze my eggs. Ooh, wow. There's just, this. there's so much to talk about. There really is a lot. See, I told you <laughs> we have plenty. So you started 16 and then you basically haven't stopped working since then. Yeah, I've been really, really lucky. I mean, I've done the jobs where I like just needed to work and just needed something on my resume because we need money. But I, you know, I've been pretty consistent. So I started when I was sixteen. When I was uh, seventeen, I had booked a movie about cheerleading that will not be named. But mm. those that know me know which one it is. Yes, what, what a uh, movie it was. Just saying. Yes, thank you, thank you. Still <laughs> trending. Still trending. With a Mrs. Uh, Hayden Panettiere. Yes. And a Miss Solange Knowles. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And was, hey, was like, did Solange's sis, like, sis ever come by and be like, hey, sis? All of Destiny's Child came Stop to set. Stop it. All of Destiny's Child. You're not telling me Kelly Rowland was on set. I Kelly don't believe Rowland it. Kelly Rowland was on set. Michelle? Michelle was on set. She had a cap on and was obviously didn't want to be bothered. But Kelly was like super nice. I was standing next to Beyonce one day when we were shooting at a school and we were shooting at an actual football game and she was standing next to me and she's so tiny, like, but she had these massive heels on and I'm standing there, doo, 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 what do I do now? And I just looked and I was like, hi. And she goes, hello. And I went, nice night, Beyonce. Wow. And it was so short, but like, I didn't know what to say. I just wanted a fangirl and I heard a couple... No, I heard a while back there was a story where Beyonce, rest in peace, uh, said hi to Naya Rivera. And she was like, didn't you do a movie with my sister? And she goes, no. Wow. I'm like, but that was me. She remembers. So Beyonce and I, we're here. We're here somehow. Would you feel confident enough? Let's just say you're at Cheesecake Factory and her and Jay-Z come in with their entourage because they love like an avocado egg roll. And would you feel confident enough to be like, Beyonce, What's up? Remember Nice Night? <laughs> like, would you feel comfortable if you saw her to go up to her? I think it would depend on the circumstances. If Solange was there, absolutely. Sure, sure. If they were just at a restaurant, probably not. If we were in a, at an event and I had something to do with the event, then I'd be like, hey, remember I worked? I don't know. But I, I, she's the nicest and Kelly is the nicest. Ben, who would you feel? Com would you go up to anyone or is there some people you would be too intimidated? I would go up to just about anybody if I had a legitimate reason to go up to them, right? Like if I had met them in the past, but if it's a random person, I don't like, like if I saw Leonardo DiCaprio in Cheesecake Factory, because everybody's just dining at Cheesecake Factory these days, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would not approach him. What, no, no shot. Like, what am, what am I going to do? Hey, Leo, 
Like what? What do you? It's what do you say from there? So like what's odd. the? What's the point? Like what? What is the goal? Like like before we met, like I wouldn't have known how to approach you. Like, hey, I'm an actress too. Like, what do I do? Hey, I you know have trauma from my childhood days too. Like <laughs> that's a good entry point, right? <laughs> yeah, but, I'd be like, do you want to cry? I'll cry right now. <laughs> yeah. So like, what what do you do? Like, there's no. I see actors all the time. I'm like, hey, I know you from Instagram, not in right. real life. Like, what do you do? What would you do? I have no problem if like there's someone I want to talk to and I don't want to bother anyone ever because yeah. I grew up with a Jewish mother who was just like, go talk to her, like <laughs> tell her that you're my son and that your bar mitzvah theme was Broadway. <laughs> like my mom has no no <laughs> scruples about that. But for me, I always want to leave people alone. But if I am interested in them, I'll go right up and say, I mean, I'm, I'm a massive fan. I just wanted to introduce myself. Hey, you know, so nice to meet you and I don't want to bother you. And I'm big on old fashioned calling them Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. and their last name. Like not oh, being, because I just feel like if you show them that level of respect, because most people are probably in their space and they assume that they can just have their attention. You know, if you're anything like me, you love bread. It's just my favorite thing in the world. I think even more so than dessert. I just love bread. And yet there's always like some weird guilt or pressure that comes with eating bread. And it shouldn't because bread's delicious. And with hero bread, that's completely gone, right? Because it takes bread, the delicious thing that we all love. It gives you everything you want from that bread, but it also gives you high fiber, ultra low net carbs, and zero grams of sugar per slice. And it's delicious. It's tasty. It's soft. But you know what? The most beautiful part is it tastes like bread. The texture, the taste, you you literally can't tell the difference. And in the back of your head, you're going, I'm getting fiber. I'm not eating extra sugar. I'm doing the right thing. It's so good. They have breads, buns, tortillas, everything you could ever want at Hero.co and Amazon. And it's got fewer calories than the leading national brand. My son loves it. I love it. We use it all the time. And you can use our discount code for your first purchase, which is good guys for 10% off at Hero.co. Visit hero.co and use code goodguys at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. That's H E R O dot C O. Use code goodguys for 10% off your first order. So, Josh, two weeks ago, uh, mm. do you know Michelle Wee, the professional golfer? No. Okay, fantastic golfer. She just won huge LPGA tour event. My mom, two weeks ago, had a little bit of surgery, minor, totally fine. Turns to me and says, you know, Ben, uh, when I was under the knife, I heard the doctor say that he is Michelle Wee's brother. Michelle Wee just won the tournament. You know, you should really reach out. I know you guys are friends and you should tell her that her brother operated on me. And I said, mom, I don't think that's true. I don't think that Michelle Wee's brother is operating on you. I really don't want to ask her. She's like, no, I promise Michelle Wee's brother, she'll know me. Reach out to Michelle Wee and tell her that her brother operated on me. And of course I reached out and she said that she doesn't have a brother. So I'm here to tell you that they're always wrong. Whenever they say reach out, you know, the celebrities, they'll love me. They're always wrong. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, the thing that I cannot talk about that is a recent, very, uh, 
on topic thing that I worked on. I mean, there are massive movie stars yeah. in this thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, before the strike, when there was possible screenings and premieres and all that, my mom, like straight up without any irony, was like, and then you'll sit with Robert Downey Jr. And I'm like, Ma, are you crazy? She's like, What's not to like about you? She, I was she's like, right. What's not well, to like about you? God she's, bless. She's, but she's are, not wrong. Could you imagine RDJ sitting there being himself? And I go, Barbara Peck asked me to sit with you, and she assures me that I'm awesome. So buckle up. It's gonna I be think great. Robert would say Barbara is a smart woman. <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> RDJ. It would be too intimidating. I just couldn't do it. I'm in the wrong business. I think we all feel that way at some point in life. Like, we just love this art so much. And we've been fortunate enough to, you know, make a living out of it. But wow, it's like we constantly have to interview for a job. Always. It's never just cruising. Yeah, that's I it's the hard thing to reconcile about our job. And it's, you know, quality problems. And no one ever wants to hear like actors talking about the struggle. But it's true. It, the thing that I thought was insane was when we went on strike, mm -hmm. my brother, of all people who's smart, is like, well, you guys are going to have a hard time getting people to sympathize for you because everyone just assumes you're all rich. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, that's a common misconception. Not but it's it's hilarious because. Here's the reaction I'll get from people. It's that, like, you're, you know, enjoy life, you 1%, or, or it's, oh, you're an actor? Like, where... Wh where what, do you serve? Yeah, what restaurant what do you restaurant serve What restaurant do you work mm. at? Yeah. And, uh, like, so they either assume you're rich or destitute. Yeah. So I'm like, so what are we talking about here? And obviously, 160,000 people in a union certainly aren't rich. If anything, like, that's, you know, 99% of them are basically just, like, Barely getting by. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and listen, like we've been talking about with the strike streamer, you know, as amazing as it is that there is so much more work, but there's just a lot less money for some reason. I, mm. I did a couple uh, streamer shows uh, and early on, like where I guest starred and I was like, I'm sorry, how much are you giving me for how much work? And I have to give 30 percent of that away to my representatives and I still have to pay taxes. I'm left with nothing. Mm. What? are you talking about? And then I'm a female publicist. How much they cost? Stylist, hair, makeup, making it look like you live a rich life. It is all so exhausting, but especially with social media, you're trying to stay relevant. You need to be up on fashion. You need to be on up on makeup. You need to come out with a new hairstyle that makes you stand out so you can be relevant. And then maybe hopefully someone will cast you because people want to watch you. I was just going to segue that reminded me your name was in the press a lot last week. And I just wonder, I know that there's no beef between you and Selena. We've made that perfectly clear. But how does that press, the TMZ of it all, does it get to you? Is it helpful to have your name in the press? Like you mentioned that like there's there's this whole uh, PRable angle of being an actor, right? So I would assume that your name being in the press is is helpful. But how do you deal with all of that? You know... Whenever I thought about my name being in the press, I never thought about it like this. I always <laughs> thought about it from an actor's perspective, like, oh, mm -hmm. she's at, you know, this. Uh, God, can we say South by South? No? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. She's at South by Southwest. Uh, she just got into Sundance. Like, that's what I pictured. Never in my life did I picture this. Now, I know that I went, you know, she and I both went public with our situation years ago. And honestly, we had to, you know, the press got a hold of the story and we wanted to tell it. 
Now, as of what's going on lately, <laughs> I, I, no one, does anyone prep you for this kind of stuff? No, right? Never. Like we never no. get prepped for this kind of stuff. And it always catches me by surprise. Now, I don't know if it's good or not. It's, I can't read the comments because I don't do well with that. I really don't. And Same I sometimes here. I disappear because people are mean. People are so mean and they hit you like right there. You know, like I think even someone said, oh, you're just looking for attention because your career is a flop. I'm like, is it a flop? I mean, I know if I'm working hard a long time, but is it? So it just, it, they get you, they get your insecurities. But you guys, there's no beef. There's salsa. Let's talk about that. <laughs> That's what we call a segue, ladies and gentlemen. And we're here for it. The girl knows what she's doing. So salsa, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk yes. about it. I want to hear more about it. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about your new business venture. So I'm hoping to be in the press for this. Um, yeah, honestly, just to answer your question, I, I honestly don't know. It's not what I was looking for, but whatever. I think, um, I think rising tide raises all ships. I think it'll all, again, just from, from my perspective, your name being out there can't hurt. More people know that, like know you, and then we'll look into your legitimate career and all the great things that you're doing. And uh, just a point on the haters again, Josh, I'd be curious to your thoughts too, because- of course, nobody sure. likes reading negative comments about themselves, but you did donate a vital organ. And so <laughs> on that side of things, you should be celebrated for the great heroic thing that you did. Right. So I, I don't necessarily understand how you could be painted negatively in this story. So I, I hope and I think that it will only boost everything that you're doing. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, that journey, I get those comments a lot and I never really know how to respond to it like saying thank you doesn't feel right like it's more than just right. thank you and you know I've said this before like that was a time I just I just felt it in my heart it just and then I knew I knew I was a match I knew it was gonna happen you know no one forced me to do anything I just it came out of the genuine kindness of my heart and I've been super blessed ever since like you know two weeks after that surgery was my my first audition was Wow. wow. That was my first audition. And I remember that I tested on my 29th birthday and I almost took it like a sign from God, like, oh, I'm going to be fine. Like, everything's great. Everything's great. And I did not think I was going to book that because I was 29 years old. I almost didn't book that show. Mm. I remember I tested on my birthday and the next day, my manager at the time did not tell me that they were testing other girls because they just felt like I was too old or one person felt like I was too old. It's always that one person. Oh yeah, I know them well. Yeah, and yeah. I had just finished doing a show where I was playing college like a couple months prior. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> I know I'm 29, but I look 12. That's why I can't <laughs> get a job. Right. I look 12. So I remember he didn't tell me, he's like, they're testing other girls. I was like, that doesn't mean it went away, right? He's like, they're testing other girls. I was like, shoot. So I'm there like, what the heck, whatever. But I just felt it. I was like, it's going to come back, you mm. know, and it did. But it took about a week, but it came back and I got the part. And it's the same thing with the current one that I am on. <laughs> I tested for three months. That's unreal. You've told me that story. Three months. And I didn't get it at first. And I I didn't get it. And I remember being like, this happened to me before. I'm going to wait. Talk about faith the size of a mustard seed oh my gosh those were the craziest two weeks of my life you know that feeling oh yeah yeah and so I was told if Francie was going to get this it would have happened tell her to take the other project I had gotten offered another project to be number one 
And I, it was a filming in Canada. And I was like, okay. And right before that, I was going to go to Antigua for my birthday. It was my 33rd birthday. Everything happens on my birthday. So I'm like, okay. So I was like, there's no way that I have another birthday and this is not going to go my way. So I was just like faithful, whatever. And they said to tell me to take the movie. And I was like, okay. So I packed two bags and I was at the resort. I'm swimming in the pool and I just couldn't, my friend said something I can't mention right now that kind of brought it back. I was like, why are you mentioning this? Why are you mentioning this? She was mentioning the original IP to the current show. Mm. And I was like, that's not a coincidence. There's no way you just mentioned that because that show hasn't been on in so long. And so I- In her defense, she's a big Jason Segel fan. Stop it, I hate you. She's a big Neil Patrick Harris person. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were making fun of me (laughs) because I'm a huge Jason fan. Do you have a thing for Jason Segel? You didn't know that? It's like a joke. Are you kidding me? Are you like so attracted to Ben? He's got a lot of Jason Segel vibes, I will say. I do? That's literally the greatest compliment ever. I love Jason (laughs) Segel. We're both both rather soft. I get young Leno and or Travolta, so I'm in a nice boat too. I don't mean to brag. Wow, You are in a nice boat. You've done well for yourself. Thanks, Joshy New Eyes, killing it. I don't mean to brag. People compare me to John Travolta. (laughs) (laughs) People compare to you? No, yeah. People compare me to... Listen, young Travolta, you know, Saturday Night Fever. From Ben and I, we just want to say thank you guys so much for loving and supporting the podcast. It it means the world to us. And we wanted to say that, you know, when you guys support our advertisers and use our code good guys, and it it just allows us to keep giving you this podcast for free every Monday, giving you a laugh at the start of the week. What are you nuts? And our advertisers mean a lot to us because they're only products that we support, that we use ourselves. And one of them is Via Hempco, which I'm a big fan of. You know, I'm the gummy king, but I like Via because they make different CBD and THC products. It's shipped to all 50 states. You don't have to worry about the legality. The packaging is discreet. And and here's the cool part, right? Like their THC is extracted from organic hemp, but not marijuana. So they're able to sell the same cannabis experience you know and love with no medical card required. Now, Via Hemp Co.'s gummy line, they're extensive. Their products range from two milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC. So they've got you covered if you're looking to microdose or enjoy more of like a potent, like, all right, I I feel it. If you're looking for that, they got that too. But like for me, as someone who likes sort of like the CBD effect of the relaxation for muscle aches and pain, something to maybe help sleep every now and then without sort of that hit of THC. That's what I love. And uh, and it's just great to know that Via literally has you covered for everything you need. They even, they even have, as I said, zero THC products with their CBD line for little sober kings like me. So if you're 21 plus and want to try their products, go to viahemp.com and use code goodguys for 15% off. Plus, they will add a free pack of their award-winning THC gummies to your order. Go to the link in the description or type in viahemp.com and use code goodguys for 15% off plus free gummies. Okay, so I just have a couple because I'm a total total hypochondriac and I love medicine. Can I ask a few kidney questions? Go for it. Because A, 
totally agree. Just to echo everything Ben said. Open this real quick. And then I want to hear, and then we're getting knee Can deep in this? salsa. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So my first question is, I, I've heard something fascinating about donating a kidney, which is that it's the only surgery that doctors do that in theory hurts a patient. Mm -hmm. Right. Because doctors take the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. But in this scenario, right, they're putting a person under and taking an organ from them because it's, you know, it's going to help someone else. So like on the days leading up, you find out you're a match. And on the days leading up, is there like a quiet calm coming over you? Are you considering all those things? What's going through your head? That was the craziest part. I was so calm. Interesting. I had this crazy calmness. It was wild. I was doing all the, t it, I mean, like, the tests were a lot. It was hard. But the entire time I was like, I, I just feel like I have to do this. I just know it. I just know it. I just, the minute I found out we were a match, I was like, yeah, this is happening. Wow. I know. So I remember the day of, obviously we had to wait, be there at like five in the morning. And I was just like, very zen, super zen. And you know, right before, because yes, w what Josh is talking about is basically, you know, I lost something that my body didn't lose, need to lose. So your body sure. ultimately, you know, goes into shock. And I'm still working on that. Like I didn't do the proper things I probably should have done afterwards. So I'm still feel a little bit of it. What are those things? Um, well, I recently someone told me, she asked me if I, a nurse, if I have a lot of back pain. And mm. I was like, oh my God, yes, all the time. I'm thinking it's my sciatica. She was like, you know, the body doesn't like empty space. So it's probably filling up with a lot of water. Mm. You you need to do more lymphatic drainages mm. to help with your pain. I was like, oh, have not done that. Also, I have scar tissue down here. And, and she's like, and by the way, I'm a lymphatic drainage masseuse upside. <laughs> well, no, she, but she, she is. She was in um, Saint-Tropez. She was in Saint-Tropez, but she had come. <laughs> okay, She sorry. had come to the house to do it for some other people. I got an IV, so we just got to talking, but she's a nurse. Sure. So, and I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. And then I remember I did acupuncture for a little bit. And I remember he put the needle on my right heel and I jumped up and I was like, ah, get it out, get it out. And uh, it was the worst pain I'd ever felt. And I was like, what is that connected to? She, he goes, your left kidney. I was like, it's not fair. Wow. I was like, wow. oh, that's interesting. Wow. So... Yeah. So anyways, you were saying like leading up to it, I just felt like such a calmness. I was fine. And even like their job is to try to convince you to not do it, because if you're not mentally healthy, then you're not a match. And so even right before they're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm on Valium. I don't even remember falling asleep. And I was like, good to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. And wow. then waking up is that what's the moment like when you wake up? You know, I don't. I was so drugged up. I yeah. swelled up really bad really bad yeah i don't remember i think my sister said i was speaking spanish claiming i was speaking english wow and i don't yeah i don't really remember i was so drugged up at least it's a language that you do know yes, right? like yes, you yes. were speaking you know portuguese i would be really impressed troublesome yeah what language do you think ben would be speaking when he donates his kidney to me and do you think ben would give me a kidney uh i think that there's a 100% chance that if you needed a kidney and we were a match that I would highly consider it. And, and, and Marshall, you heard that. So no. Call me. I'll talk to you about it. You know what? That's the wow. cool thing about this whole experience is I actually do talk to a lot of people before they go into surgery, mm. um, just through friends or people that know me, you know, actually Pam Fryman's daughter reached out to me recently. The director of a thing we work on together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it will not be named. 
<laughs> but she reached out to me and she's like, hey, to- you can totally say no, but I have a friend. She's giving her kidney. She's freaking out. Do you mind talking to her? Wow. She doesn't know me. So I called her and we had a good chat and like we're text friends now. And then I, my friend Kathy Kelly also asked me the same thing. You know, I spoke to her friend. They all text me happy birthday, which was so nice. And then I went to the movies with Lily Singh a couple months back. And I remember a guy came up to me and he was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And he goes, you know, I reached out to your sister about my my friend who was giving a kidney and you spoke to her. It was years ago. And he, I was like, oh my gosh, how's she doing? He goes, really, really well. Thank you for that. Like, you really helped and whatever. And I was like, oh, this is this is all that matters. Like the fact that I can talk to other people, it's like a little support group that I'm slowly forming without trying to form. It's yeah. cool. You know, I now have knowledge about this and I'm, you know, a walking success story and I feel better than I did before. I actually take care of myself better now than I did before and I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. And so once you sort of like, uh, yeah, I, I, I've also heard this from a friend who has uh, been the recipient of two kidneys and she said, and her sister gave her hers. And Okay. Do I know her? No. Okay. Well, Tina, she cuts my hair. <laughs> anyway. Um, we have a mutual friend that also has two and her brother gave her the second one. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she basically said that if the donor, God forbid, anything happens with their kidney, they immediately go to the top of the list. Like yeah. they are given total priority because of the incredibly generous act that they did. Right. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. And then also, too, even if you're not a match uh, for, let's say, a family member, there's a program where if you give one away, you get one. So one of the uh, friends I was talking to, she was trying to donate to her, I think her boss's wife or something. Mm crazy right and she actually wasn't a match but she still wanted to do it she just felt it in her heart so she actually just had surgery like two weeks ago and she gave it to someone totally anonymous she has no idea but then now the wife got a kidney wow Wow. it's incredible and it's so easy to live with one like it's i'm so happy there's no beef there's salsa let's uh eat it (laughs) no beef there's salsa and ben i don't want to make you feel bad but there's no highly considering you need it you're getting it. You're giving it to me. Yeah, babe. Oh, what about your? Okay, fine. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. I just didn't but know I if can't... you were. Gonna, I just didn't know if you were going to give it to me. So now that I know that you're giving it to me, I'm 100 percent giving it to you. Now, <laughs> you're both liars. No, 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 no. We're telling the truth. We're no, literally. I would do it just because of the Vicodin I'd get after the surgery. <laughs> Yo, that was the best part. No shit. Oh girl. my god. Uh, I, li- who, I didn't know. Who you telling? Who you telling? I did not know. First of all. <laughs> Apparently the entire time, morphine was my best friend. Apparently the entire time, I guess my doctor told me, because you know, I've been working out for a while. I guess my doctor told me that she had a really hard time cutting through my abs. And anyone that came to visit me, I was like, she couldn't cut through my abs because they're strong. <laughs> my doctor said that too, but that's because I was having a tummy tuck because I was morbidly <laughs> obese. Any, anyway, guys. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, dude, I would totally give it to you. And I know that's what you think, right? If you have kids, like, God forbid. But, like, I can't be keeping these two beautiful kidneys of mine safe knowing that my young friend Benjamin needs it and I'm a match. Yeah. Mm. I can't hold it for the what ifs. We're we're blood brothers. What language do you think I would speak coming out of a drug (laughs) Yiddish. Yiddish. Okay, Yiddish is good. Yiddish is good. Yes. I think that if you started speaking like Chinese or something, <laughs> it would it you'd get canceled. That's what, but I'm positive that I would speak Chinese. I know it for a fact, and I'd get canceled, yeah. and I'd deserve it, and I deserve <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Well, like imagine if I just came out speaking fluent Chinese. 
There are stories <sighs> where people speak languages that they've never spoken before. Right. Yeah, thank Crazy. God I knew it. Crazy. So I want to talk about salsa. I can't see the salsa. So is this oh. your salsa company? Yeah. So thank you for asking. Do we have any chips? Yeah. We do. We do. Oh, good. Trying it this on. This is a proper TV show. I feel like we're on like a morning, like we're on live with Ben and Josh. By the way, it's not there, but you know, it would go down really well with, uh, Francie, do you drink or you don't drink? Yes. Of course I drink. You drink. Okay. Uh, yes. Marshall, on the way out, Francia, we own a sparkling cocktail company called Spirit Society that I think would wash down that salsa and chips. Why don't you bring it? Give me right now. Do it. Can I drink it now? Yeah, of course. Yeah, It'll be a little bit warm. It. Okay. And then you buy my salsa, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. First or I'll of send all, you some. I'll send you where some. Do you get, no, where I'm going to buy it. Tell us. Exactly. Okay. So we're, I can't announce that just yet just because I haven't announced it, but I can't say where this is coming from and why I'm working on Please. this right now. Yeah. So basically I started making salsa when I was 18. A lot of people don't know this about me or don't realize my uh, last name is not Raisa. It's actually my middle name. Mm. I am a Nepo baby. But I didn't, not that I didn't want to take my dad's last name. I just really wanted to do this myself. I wanted all the tears and all the struggles and all the sleeping in my cars. And if you're a Nepo baby, take advantage of it. Just work hard. Okay. Wait, are you a salsa Nepo baby or a showbiz Nepo showbiz. baby? Showbiz. My dad did radio growing up. Okay. But your last name's not like Consuelos or something. No, right? it's like, Almendares. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my last name is on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. Mm -hmm. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I didn't have chores growing up. I My chores were to get good grades and karate, uh, dance classes, ice skating classes, all the classes that you can think of just to set me up for what I'm doing now. And so I never had to make my bed. I never had to cook. I never had to do anything. And I remember going to school. Now, my also, I'm first generation. My mom, my dad, they did not tell me that when I went to school, there was going to be another language spoken mm. or that the music was different. Or that food was different and that not everyone eats beans. And I didn't know about that song, Beans, Beans, that Make You Fart. I more found out eat. because the more you eat. Yeah, exactly. So I found out because I brought a bean burrito to school <laughs> and then I learned that song. And I was like, I don't fart. I don't fart. And so kids were mean to you about your bean burrito. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mean. Wow. I would have shared it with you and probably well, and probably farted brought... and probably farted. <laughs> I brought I brought diet jello, but that was for a different reason. <laughs> diet jello. That's a classic. So sad. Five, five calories a cup. What about sucks. what about sugar free cool whip? That'll really put sugar you over the edge cool with the whip. gas. Snack wells. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Well then when I went to school I discovered hot lunch. And I was like, I need hot lunch. I need this thing they call pizza. Yeah. I discovered what spaghetti was in fourth grade because a friend offered me some. So wow. like literally did not know. It was a whole new world for me. And I even remember in school, like I listened to Spanish music growing up, like corridos, banda and all that stuff. And I remember everyone talking about Kiss FM. And I was like, what's Kiss FM? What's Kiss FM? Okay. So I went and I listened to Kiss FM when I was finally in. I was like, I know all the songs. They were like, ah, we listened to Power 106, not Kiss FM. I'm like, God, <laughs> I just, okay, fine. So I'm going home. And I remember just like really trying to like not be Mexican but still be Mexican, but not mm. like I was still watching novelas, but I was just like confused. So fast forward, I started making it just for myself. I would not share it with anyone. But then some of my friends coming over would see and they would eat and they're like, oh, it's good, but never made a big deal about it. And then I went to Hillary Duff's house. Uh, was this last year or the year before? Probably the year before. Wow. Hillary's your salsa whisperer. Wow. This of is all huge. people, wow. Lizzie McGuire. Get ready to clip this, Marsh. Go for it. So then... 
she invites me to her house to go swimming. And I was late. And I showed up with salsa. And we're in the pool. We're talking. Always got to bring a gift. Always got to bring a gift. Always got to bring a gift. We're in the pool. We're talking. And she takes a bite. She's like, oh, my God, where did you buy this? I was like, oh, I just made it. And she goes, you made this? And I was like, yeah, that's why I was late. I'm sorry. She goes, you made this. I said, yeah. She goes, when? I said, like, right before I came. How? I was like, what are you talking about? Luca is eating it. It's like smear- her son. Yeah, is like it's all over his face. And he was like, "This is the best sauce ever." And I was like, "What?" what? Banks is eating it, and she was like, "You have to jar this." And I was like, wow. "Really?" And she would not let it go. Like I'm not allowed at her house unless I have salsa in my hand. She'll like stand in the door and be like, "You got something for me?" Like wow. that is my entrance in. And so on set, she kept talking about it. Every time we're on set, she's like, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" And um, so I started testing the idea and I mentioned it to my manager and you know how we do these things. I don't know if you have a gift for me. You just gave me one. But like, you know, we're always getting like these thank you gifts for coming on talk shows and stuff. Right. So my first one since uh, Hillary planted that seed in my head was Jimmy Kimmel. And so I made it and I put it in this big Tupperware thing and I went to Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and I actually have the same publicist and my manager was there. So it was like not not only Jimmy trying it, but also my reps. And so they loved it. Absolutely loved it. And so that's when the search for how we're going to make this work started. And I just started bringing it more so to like, to like the talk. I brought it to a show with I, I did with Adrian Bailon. I actually brought it to Guy Fieri one time. I did one of his competition shows. Wow. That Now that takes moxie. Listen, because I don't want I wouldn't GF. I did he not know mess around. He wears I, his sunglasses on the back of his head. The guy's nuts. Bruh, I did okay? not know he was going to give me a whole food review in public on camera right there. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, chef. Yeah. I was literally like, go. And he literally said to me, if you don't jar this, you're crazy. Wow. That's he gave huge. me wow. a number. He's like, you need any help. Just call me. I was like. Thank you. I have to do this now. Did he say he was in Flavortown while biting into it? Or did, was he Absolutely. like. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He or, used the term Flavortown. He did? Yes. That would. Listen, I've eaten at wow. his restaurant, not only at the at the Harrah's uh, Casino and Resort in North Carolina, but also at the Cabo San Lucas Airport. And I have a wonderful time at his eateries. The man is a national treasure. He's amazing. And he's welcome to come on anytime. Anyway, can I try it? Yes, yes, yes. Please try it. Okay. This is really exciting. So, ben, I wish you were here. Send I'm going to try this. Send me the link. I want to buy it. Is it available online? So, is it available in it stores? It will be available online. I haven't announced it yet, but I've been working on this for about two years now. Amazing. Wait, what do we think? Josh, you is know, it sick? Do you like spicy? I think... Hillary was being nice. No, I'm kidding. It is so good. It's it's incredible. Come try it. It's amazing. Wow. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. I mean, you earned it, didn't you? Look, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck, then access up to 100 bucks a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Look, the truth is, is that we all want to believe that we wouldn't be in a position where we would need 100 bucks out of nowhere. But the truth is, there are moments when money isn't moving as fast as your dreams are and and Earning provides that financial momentum that you need to keep moving forward. And I would want to know that there was an easy app 
if I was in that position that would allow me to get a quick little bit of money and to know that my next paycheck was going to cover it all when the next cycle came. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Look, download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Good Guys under podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. Good Guys under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We're on a show together that we've been on for two seasons. I, I have the honor of reoccurring on the show. And in our last episode, we... I don't think it's a spoiler. We shared an on-screen kiss. Yep. Some might call it an on-screen makeout. <laughs> and what's that like for you? Is that weird? Is it scary? <laughs> I want to know what it's like for you because because <laughs> I read your book. Now I'm in a fangirl. Thank you. I read your book. And so obviously, you know, you kept talking about how, you know, overnight you were like, I'm 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 like this leading guy now and I'm make I'm there I'm being chosen to be the boyfriend like how is it like for you because it was different when you were younger right yeah I mean anytime now I, I you're like hot hey thanks you know laser under eye surgery give me another two to four weeks and we're gonna really see some progress but thank you so much <laughs> I uh you know I'm married and I have kids now so that's like even weirder because in my 20s getting to do it was just like you know obviously if the person you're doing it with is is having a nice time too and it's part of the story it's like kind of fun and exciting and weird and specific because yeah, what other job it's so specific do you yeah. get to kiss a random person like yeah. that and and nothing's changed. It's still awesome. No, <laughs> no, it's but now it's just like, again, I just always and I think I, I hope you felt this way. Like, I just want you to feel comfortable. The person I'm with to because if it's if there's any sort of discomfort from anyone, then a it shouldn't be happening. And B, it's like you can feel that through the screen. Right. Immediately. Right. I got to tell you that, Josh, you were so amazing through that. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been doing this business almost 20 years and I've every role I've had I'm making out with someone so to me I'm like action let's do it and then cut whatever the word's crafty like but you and I, I don't think I've gotten this from a lot of men I remember you came up to me in the trailer afterwards you're like is it okay if I touch your waist is it okay if I do this and I'm like yeah dude and obviously I ended up jumping on you I didn't <laughs> even ask your permission I was like let's just go full out but you were such a gentleman about it and I want to thank you for that because a lot of men don't have that kind of courtesy. Mm. And I remember I had a horrible commercial audition once. I'm just going to take it back. Yeah. And in 200 South La Brea. Remember that place? Sure. Yep. And it was for a drink that doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. And I remember the director uh, really wanted me and, and the guy that he had just partnered me with to make out. But he wanted it to like look like we were about to have sex, like we were ready to rip each other's clothes off. So I was wearing shorts and this guy's putting his hand up my leg and like the director's like more, more, more. That was my last commercial audition ever. And I remember after we were done, I was 18, I think. The director was like, thank you. We love that. And the guy that I just made out with looked at me and he goes, no, thank you. And I was oh, like, so oh. 
Oh, oh, no. what a, what a like creep. you, I just allowed you to touch me everywhere, and you didn't even book me on this job. I never did a commercial audition after that. That now guy sucks. Whoever that guy is, I hope terrible. He's, I hope you're not working because that was by so name. rude. I actually don't. But that's the thing. I don't know his name. I can't even tell you. I don't even remember what he looks like. Like I, I think I suffered trauma from that, so I don't like. I put the whole picture behind me, but. It was just like, I felt so dirty afterwards. I remember taking a shower. I was like, he just touched me. It was so weird. And he was making out with my neck. And the director was like, yeah, more, more. I was like, oh, but you were so sweet about it. So it was very, very comfortable. And like, obviously Good. you saw that I was shy. And then when we have photos where we're <laughs> looking at each other, we're like, okay, it's about to happen. Yeah, it's never comfortable. I mean, I'm never comfortable doing it. But then once you get into it, you're just like, oh, yeah. Like, and, you know, uh, I've gotten to kiss some wonderfully attractive people in my work. You, yes. Hillary Duff, John Stamos. And when I was kissing John. Uh, <laughs> that one? I, I, that one I'm jealous of. How was that? But that was oh. funny enough because as we're going in for the kiss and I remember being like, I just, you know, like. I love John, but I wasn't dying to kiss him. <laughs> you know, I don't know how he felt about me. And then, and as our lips met, as it's always happened for me, whenever I've had to kiss one and kiss someone in a role, I thought, ah, it's just kissing. Yeah. Like whether it's, you know, Stamos or whomever, I'm like, ah, it's just sweet and nice. And it's just kissing. It's, it's just, just kissing. kissing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad we're normalizing it. When I was on my first show, I had to kiss a girl on screen. And it wasn't really talked about back then. And I remember she and I were freaking out. We were freaking out. We were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Because you were friends before and. Well, because we're both straight. So we were like, gotcha. what the heck? Why Why are we doing this? We were. How old were we? Early 20. So like it just wasn't talked about back then. And mm. I was like freaking out about it. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, that was it. It was just a kid. Oh, and we're still good friends. I'm like, I love you. Like, why not? And sometimes I even kiss my girlfriends on the lip just to say hi. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just a kiss. Some of my mom's friends kiss me on the lips. Thoughts? <laughs> Haven't had any tuna. It's fine. What does your therapist think? There's a couple. There's like two or three like cougar-esque 60 plus women in my life who every time I see them, they're like, hi, Josh. Mm. And I'm like, giddy up. I'm like, I'm down to clown and just my wife sees it and doesn't mind. So just tell me the next time it's happening and I'm going to send TMZ the headline. Josh cheats on page with cougar 60 plus. Yes. I have a question for you. How does your wife handle all of it? Because I know I've had relationships in the past where they don't do well with the fact that I have to kiss other men. Really? They do not do well. My wife's not jealous at all. Thank God. It's annoying. That's amazing. <laughs> Those are the kind of women I love. She's not jealous at all. She's not threatened. And I think she's like, I think she was more hyped when like Hillary was on the podcast and she mentioned something about my, and called her by her name, Paige. Uh -huh. Like Paige was like, Hillary knows my name. Yeah. And like, she also kissed her husband. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But she knows my name. <laughs> she knows my name. And I'm like, yeah, she's the best. Yeah, like, she's the best. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it can be, I mean, we've talked about it, Ben and his beautiful wife, Claudia, and how it would be an impossibility for you guys to be actors having to kiss people. Yes. It, yes. But that's also because we're not actors. Like maybe if we were actors, it would be different. But as non-actors, I can tell you, if you kiss your coworker, you're going to HR and you're getting divorced. So it's just, <laughs> right. it's just like a different, it's just different. I think it's a muscle that you guys have been able to sort of work out, if you will. And 
it's great that it's normal. And speaking of of kissing, are we allowed to say? Because I pulled up some fun facts. How's the love life? What's going on? Because I know you love. You know, I always love asking you because you always have some good dating story or <laughs> some good update. Love life. I mean, listen, I'm going on dates. I am, okay. I'm on Raya. Ooh, tell us everything about Raya because we missed it. Well, I went on during the first season of said show mm. and Hillary was swiping for me a lot and she had a lot of like there'll be a guy where I'd be like oh he's cute and they're like she goes no who would do that no no and I was like all right cool so oh, so you sort of had like a wider selection and, and Hillary was a little more pinpoint yes. specific got yes. it I was like okay whatever and here's the thing I'm on it but then I'm afraid to match anyone because then I have to like, actually I have to actually go on the date and like do the thing and like get to know each other and it's a little exhausting, but I've, I've had fun. I've had a couple good matches. I've gone on a couple days. John Mayer? I've seen him on there. Yeah, everyone has. I've seen him on My there. My wife I don't tells even me I look like him, so. For what that's Good for fun. you. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> a Jewishy John Mayer, which is crazy that a guy named John Mayer isn't Jewish. <gasps> have you ever met him? No, I haven't. Oh! Yes, I have. Okay, well, say more. I have. I have. God, I've never told this story. I, again, oh, it was a long time, time ago. <laughs> I was <laughs> follow like the podcast. We're on the Good Guys podcast. Subscribe now. Go for it. I was at the Chateau Marmont with some friends and it was when he was dating Katy Perry. Mm. And um, John was talking to me a lot. And I don't even remember what we were talking about. But I remember we were leaving and John was like, just so you know, I see you. I know you don't feel seen. I know you don't feel seen, but I see you. And I was like, oh, no. Okay, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Listen, to be fair, like thinking back, I'm like, I was talking to him. It was like there was no flirting at all. But also like that wasn't a reflection of me. We all know that, you know, he, you know, he's charming. But I was just like really taken aback by that. That was my interaction. I was really taken aback by how giant his head was when I met him. Hear me out. It's big. And I've got a big head. Really? He's a big man. Yeah. He, I mean, every, large hands, tall. I'm five two. Everyone is big to me. That's fair. Yeah. So like no opinion on that. Everyone's large. Josh, should we get to our what are you nuts moment of the day? Josh, would you like to go first? Sure. I want to get rid of uh, a certain phrase. The other day I was at a restaurant or I think I might, I might've been at like some kind of get together and someone walked into the party or I'm sorry, someone walked into the, it was like a dinner or maybe even like, you know, a wine and cheese. It was just like a bit of like a socializing low key thing. And I literally heard someone go, uh Oh, the party's here. <laughs> <laughs> Phrases like this have to go. What are you nuts? The party's not here. That's just Diane. It's just Brenda. Like it, it's the party, Karen. Karen, stop. The party's not here. It's just someone who's nope. going to be like a little loud and probably have too many drinks and forget to make breakfast for their kids tomorrow morning. The party's not nuts? here. What are you nuts? What are the you party's nuts? here. <laughs> okay. Also, I, I think the phrase woo should be removed. <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> woo! Here's the thing. It's a joke with my friends. They know when I'm feeling a little tipsy because I go woo. Yeah. It's a tipsy sound. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's my thing. I agree. I'm not I'm not arguing. Yet. You're right. You're right. You're right. Woo! So I see you. 
I see you. <laughs> so I'll go. So go? this week, <laughs> my sister asked to borrow my car. And good guys listeners know I have a new car. Park it in the garage. She calls. She says, can I go and pick up your car? Use it to move some chairs to my new apartment. I said, of course, no problem. I'll let them know. She sends her boyfriend. Her boyfriend goes, picks up the car, calls me maybe an hour later and says, by the way, when did you get Florida plates? I didn't know that you had Florida plates. I said, I don't have Florida plates, Max. I don't. I have New York plates. Are you in somebody else's car? <laughs> and he said, I think I am. <laughs> I don't remember you having a two-door Range Rover. I thought you had a four-door Range Rover. And I said, I do have a four-door Range Rover, Max. <laughs> and I live in New York, and I don't have Florida plates. <laughs> Who's fucking car are you in? I don't, I don't remember you having a Mitsubishi Galant and a bunch of cocaine in the trunk. And it was so funny because when he was calling me, like, I know that he he had to have known that this wasn't my car, but he took it anyways. doesn't matter. The what are you nuts is who in the world is giving away somebody else's car to a complete stranger at a garage? What are you nuts? And in New York, garages are literally a fortune. Like, this is one thing that nobody should be jealous of. The cheapest lot in the city is like 600 bucks. Like, they need to take care of your car. And I am sorry to report that this person uh, has an easy pass that was used. And uh, they will never know unless they listen to this podcast and find out. But what are you nuts? What was the easy pass used on the Holland or the Lincoln or the G-Dub? Uh, oh, that's such a great question. Or the Verrazano. Oh. Were they going into Staten Island? They were going into Brooklyn. So it's possible that they used the Verrazano and then the BQE. I'm not sure the route that they took. But what are you, nuts, Garage? Wow. That's a bad, that's a bad, that, that valet is bad. feeling bad. Yeah. That's, oof. Oh, God. I don't know. There's so much. It can be something so small, small gripe, small annoyance, whatever grinds your gears. Dinner. Don't invite me out to dinner after seven. Because mm. what are you nuts? Like, I can't eat at that hour. I love that. Same here. Six thirty. Yes. Eight o'clock. Absolutely not. Like maybe it's five not, thirty. Right. Five thirty. Oh, even better. I love it. Even better. But like, I mean, but don't invite me to anything, especially during the week. Like, what are you nuts? I'm not going to a comedy show at nine o'clock because then that you won't go on until ten, and then you probably won't even go on until eleven because other comedians are like, no, I need to be in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'm not saying I'm going to sleep, but I need to lay down at that hour. Oh, that I'm because... so with you. So with you. Well, what an episode. Ben, what's the name of, What's the name of your salsa company? Salsa Raisa. Salsa Raisa is coming in hot soon. It so is make coming sure in muy hot. Mucho caliente. So I will be making announcements soon. To make sure to, where can we follow you on social to hear that announcement? You can follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. I have a Facebook that I hardly go on, and I am going to do a better job about it. Francia Raisa. And then I will be announcing soonish when that will be launching. Look out for it. It's really good. And honestly, like, I just love that it's a first gen story. You know, I'm a fresh generationer that learned how to cook because I missed my home. Amazing. I can't wait to try it. As always, rate, review, subscribe. This podcast, this is five stars. If it's not five stars, I don't know what people think are five stars. We're the good guys. Thanks so much for listening. If it's not five stars, what are you nuts? What are you nuts? So good. We love you guys. Thank you. Excellent.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.